Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Maeve Marston, and you're listening to the podcast of Queer Stories, an LGBTQI storytelling night hosted at Giant Dwarf in Redfern. This week you're listening to award-winning writer and very handsome man, Benjamin Law. Thanks, Maeve. I love you, and you're a mole. Um, (laughs) Hi, everyone. Uh, It's so great to be with the LGBTIQ community, and I know that some people sometimes say about that acronym that it's a bit of a mouthful, LGBTIQ, but I just want to remind those people that heterosexual (laughs) has the same number of syllables. Um, I'm going to tell you a story about myself, um, and it's about coming out, which I did recently. I'll explain. And look, before I start, I have to say, as time goes on, I'm not even sure how I feel about the term or the concept of coming out. You know, to me, it's always sounded vaguely sinister, a bit graphic, coming out, sort of sounds like you're doing a poo. But I am lucky enough to be able to look back and genuinely say, I'm fond of my original coming out story. I was 17 at the time and I'd spent my entire childhood in the state of Queensland, which at any given moment is either the most regressive or progressive state (laughs) in the country. It's kind of nuts. Now, I know some of you might laugh at the idea of Queensland, cradle of catter, hellmouth of Hanson, being a progressive stronghold. But keep in mind also that Queensland is the only state to have directly elected not just one, but two women premiers. No other female premier in Australia has ever been directly elected into office. On the other hand, though, we are the only mainland Australian state to have no legal nude beaches. Um, American Psycho still technically needs to be sold in shrink wrap. We held off fluoride in our water for decades. The only thing stranger than a British smile is a Queensland one. And we were the last mainland state to decriminalise homosexuality in 1990 when I was eight years old. And throughout childhood, I'd watch state politicians rail against the evils of homosexuality on television, citing how gays were perverted and they were all involved in extreme sex acts like scat play and fisting. (laughs) Now I'm older, I think whatever. Each to their own, many of my friends have been both fisters and fisties. (laughs) And good for them. But extreme sex acts like fisting aren't prerequisites. Aren't prerequisites to being gay just as extreme childbirth isn't a prerequisite to being heterosexual. And in any case, childbirth is basically being fisted in reverse by a miniature human head. So who's the sicko now, I ask you? 
Anyway. <laughs> my point is, um, for being a, for a significant period of time of my childhood, the adult that I would grow up to be was criminalised by the state in which I lived. And by the time I was in high school, a conservative Lutheran private school where all the cool kids were super straight surfers, being gay was still the worst thing you could be considered to be. And jokes flew around campus like, what's the sound of a poof to farting? <sighs> it's actually kind of funny now, but... <laughs> So, by the time I was 17, about to leave home, having managed chronic anxiety and panic attacks throughout my entire teens, I decided to come out as gay to mum, more out of exhaustion than anything else. <laughs> and there's nothing more tiring than hiding a key aspect of your identity 24-7, and I didn't have that much energy as a teenager anyway. So one night, after I graduated, we graduate earlier up there, and before I was going to move out of home, I said I had something very important to tell her. Then I burst into tears, unable to get the words out. And I don't cry in that dignified Kate Blanchett on the big screen way. My crying is snotty and ugly and I sound like a small animal whimpering <laughs> after being kicked repeatedly. Hey, what's the problem? Mum asked. I have something. I choked, to tell you. And she looked concerned. Are you on drugs? <laughs> I shook my head. Have you gotten someone pregnant? Mm. Colder, I thought. <laughs> um, Mum said as though she was on a game show. Ooh, I know, I know, you are gay. And when I nodded, worried about her reaction, she put a hand to her chest and patted me. Well, what's wrong with that? Mum asked. There's nothing wrong with being gay. I looked up at her, surprised. Really? Gay people can't help it, she said. It just means something went wrong inside the womb, that's all. <laughs> Recently, I reminded Mum of this conversation and she totally stood by it. <laughs> I, she said, there is no scientific proof of why people are gay. Probably the surgeon cleaned too much stuff after the miscarriage I had before you, <laughs> scraped out too many hormones or something. <laughs> it's a lot to process, I know. After that, I came out to my older siblings, then my younger siblings. A few years later, I came out to my dad. Then I'd come out to taxi drivers <laughs> and hotel reservation staff new colleagues, extended relatives, some asshole taking my order. Because coming out, I think a lot of people in this room know, isn't a single moment. Queers spend our entire lives coming out. And so cut to present day 2017. It was the end of a long week, and my boyfriend and I were furiously packing our bags to fly into state. Two of my sisters had birthdays. It was Candy's 40th, Tammy's 30th, and I'd booked a house on Stradbroke, an island in Queensland only accessible by barge. And everyone was coming. My divorced parents, all five siblings, myriad partners. And it was so, it was so supposed to be funny, uh, supposed to be fun. But in a post-nuclear family like ours, trips like these can spell fallout. Just letting you know, um, Tammy, my sister, texted me, Mama. 
is staying too. Mama is my grandma on my mum's side, on my dad's side. <laughs> a reminder to you and Scott. Wait, your grandma's coming, Scott said. Ah, fuck, 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 fuck. I mean, clearly I hadn't read the itinerary properly. So, as I said, I originally came out to my mum half a lifetime ago at 17, I'm 34 now, but I'd never come out to my mama, my dad's mum and last living grandparent, and Scott would be there too for the entire weekend. Look, how did this happen? It's partly cultural, that unquestioned Chinese expectation to marry. It's partly generational, she's 88, and partly to do with language. Cantonese, my family's language, is like the Russian of Asian languages. <laughs> you know that Mandarin has four tones? Cantonese has nine. I don't know how you'll sign this, but go 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 is a sentence. <laughs> and because my spoken Cantonese is so appalling, I wouldn't know where to start. My family was also ambivalent about the idea of me coming out to my mama. Oh, I don't know, how would she react, my dad said. I don't know, what if she had a heart attack, my siblings would say, all very helpful. <laughs> and so I left it at that for a very long time. It was easier to deflect mama's questions. Hey, mama, I'm too busy to have girlfriends. You got any boyfriends? Then to tell her the truth and potentially spoil a rare evening together. And inevitably, I'd go home feeling pretty miserable, feeling the full weight of the cop-out. But now, the prospect of a weekend together and having to pretend just exhausted me. It wasn't the 1950s anymore. Scott wasn't a flatmate. She deserved to know. I'm just going to tell her, I said, zipping our bags. Seriously? He said, chasing after me. She's 88. I'm sure she's lived through worse. <laughs> and I texted my family to know. And I could tell they were worried when they didn't text back. <laughs> that night, after dinner, everyone was playing board games while Mama and I quietly watched. And then it came up. Ah, you're doing so well with work now, she said. All you need to do now is find a wife. And I sighed and I smiled weakly, two wines in. Mama, I said, taking her hand and speaking clumsily in Cantonese in what I imagine must have sounded to her like an inexplicably thick Russian accent. Just go with it. Mama, I will not be doing the marriage. <laughs> she shot me a look and slapped my thigh. What? Don't be silly. I be not the silly, I said. I like, I like the women. She slapped my thigh again. What are you talking about? That white ghost devil over there, I said, <laughs> pointing to Scott. He is B, my boyfriend. <laughs> All of us here who identify as queer, transgender, lesbian, intersex, bi, gay, ostensibly on paper don't have that much in common, but what we do share is this period of hiding often and a moment of fear at some stage in our lives where we need to clarify, correct, or bail someone up. And that moment of revelation, most of us would have at some point had to tell people that their assumptions about us were wrong. But what I've also learned over the years is that if people care about you, what they often need most is reassurance. And so I said to my mama, but you know something, mama. Me happy. 
Are you happy too, Mama? And Mama thought about it and she scanned the room, this sprawling family that she'd made, all their partners, and this grandson who wrote stories about this stuff that she'd never read. She patted my hand. Well then, she said, I'm happy too. And though there's still confusion now, um, my Chinese grandmother, though she knows I'm in a relationship with Scott, doesn't really see why us being in, in a committed gay relationship should prevent either of us from being married to women. <laughs> I do feel lighter. <laughs> and the next day, as I told my siblings the story of me coming out, yet again, floating in the sea, I was happy too, and for so many reasons, feeling 17 again. Book tickets for the next Queer Stories on the Giant Dwarf website. And for discount tickets to the show, donate to my crowdfunding at patreon.com slash ladiesingsitbetter. Thanks for listening.